Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome! The Casamigos Big Shot of the Night is brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos Tequila is brought to you by those who drink it. And tonight's Casamigos big shot of the night goes to Anthony Rizzo. He had a grand slam and another homer. He hit two out tonight. Had the lights flickering down there at George M. Steinbrenner Field. I expect a big year from your Yankees first baseman. He's a former All-Star World Series champion. And as we all know, in that 82 and 80 season, he played two months with concussion-like symptoms. He was cussed, concussed, and, and, and the Yankees, I guess, misdiagnosed. He's fine now. So good to see that left-handed bat hitting the ball out, seeing the ball well. Anthony Rizzo, I always reference Anthony Rizzo, Mandalorian bobblehead night when you went off. We need that guy back, and we got to see a little bit of him tonight down there in Tampa. My Casamigos big shot of the night. Nobody beats the Riz. 87-7-33-7-66-66. Let's get back to the show. You know, I don't want to yell at nobody, man. I don't want to beat a bad guy. I'm a nice guy. Anybody that ever meets me knows I'm a nice guy. Anybody that... You run into that works at the fence say, Keith is a nice guy. But one thing you're not going to do is lie on me. You're definitely not going to call and have an agenda to say something that I said. I know what I said on there. Last Thursday when I filled in with BT and Sal, Tim Anderson literally signed. It was news. They didn't break the glass. Hoff didn't come in like breaking news. But when we were ranking the teams in the NL East, Myself and BT had the same first, second, third, fourth, fifth. There's no way anybody that watches baseball, that watches Tim Anderson, would get on air and say, yeah, this move puts the Marlins ahead of the Mets. This one puts them over right there. They just signed Tim Anderson in late February. Like, what are we talking about, bro? It's not like they signed Corey Seager. 877 337 
6666. Let's see how many calls I can get in before we're done. Uh, we were talking Giants with Ryan Dunleavy at 815. We talked general baseball, Yankees, Dodgers with Steven Nelson at 915. And then we just had a little chat about the Knicks and the Nets with Christian Winfield at 10.15. And in between, of course, we talked about the Yankees and the Mets and Caleb Williams and the Combine and everything else. It's open mic time. Whatever you guys want to talk about, we can talk about. Salvatore, Staten Island, on the fan in New York. Hello? Hey, Sal. You're alive. Hey, Keith, what's up? I got some points about the Giants that I want to throw out there. Okay. So I want to start it with first. If the draft does not go quarterback, 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 they got to trade up. I, they got the picks in the second round. I feel like this regime's got to live or die with their pick of the litter at quarterback. Well, let's just play the game. Uh, everything is telling us that the top three teams need a quarterback, and that's kind of how you end up in the top three. You don't have a quarterback. So the Bears, the Commanders, and the Patriots all needing quarterbacks. We're expecting the top-rated quarterbacks, Caleb Williams, Jaden Daniels, Drake May. We're expecting those three to come off the board and none of those three teams to trade their picks, especially to a quarterback-needing team like the Giants. So I think the highest they could possibly move up is four, but they're projecting Marvin Harrison Jr., who didn't even show up for his media availability today. He knows he's going to the Cardinals to play with Kyler Murray. I just I don't think there's really much movement for them to move up unless they give up a ton to another team drafting a quarterback, and it doesn't make sense to give up your position and let another team come take a quarterback. It's just going to be hard for the Giants to pull that off in the yeah. top three. They're going to have to take think, a, a guy outside of the top three quarterbacks at six if they want to. I mean, there's a lot of deep end talent. I mean, maybe in the second round, Penix might be there. Like Spencer think, Rattler might be there, who I don't like. But no, but I think that's I think a potential that, move. Yes, go on. I think that's a move. I, I think Daniel Jones is, is definitely not the guy. That injury history is concerning. But one thing that no one's really talking about is the Giants at six. They have a lot of holes. We know they need a. They need to build that offensive line. They know they need wide receivers. Well, I mean, there's teams here, the Broncos, the Raiders, the Saints, who might be trying to jump each other to get a quarterback. Maybe you could trade back into that 12, 13 range, pick up another, a couple picks, and still get a good tackle. Maybe, or still yeah. get a wide receiver. And get I feel crafty. like no one's mentioning that. Get crafty. And that's the whole thing about the draft. Thanks for the call, Sal. It's competition. The whole league is competing. Some of them are in cahoots. Some of them will get on the phone with other teams, won't pick up the phone for some other teams. And maybe if the quarterback that, let's say, Brian Dable is in love with Jaden Daniels and, and is hoping that, um, I don't know, maybe the, the Patriots aren't, and it goes Caleb Williams 1 to Chicago and Drake May 2 to Washington, and let's say Jaden Daniels, a Heisman Trophy winner, that is the guy that Dable wants. Uh, he's got some connections with the Patriots. Maybe he can call and trade up with them if they don't love Jaden Daniels. But it's like, man, as these guys start coming off the board, you have your big board, you have your list, you have your guys that you like, and and if they disappear, you can trade back and collect picks or uh, wait to see who drops. And sometimes, man, some really talented players drop in the draft because people are hungry for quarterbacks or offensive linemen or wide receivers. And that's why we watch. That's why they can make a TV event out of this. And uh, the week before the event, everyone is telling you that Will Levis 
might get drafted by the Colts in the top five picks, and then Will Levis is sitting there with his girlfriend going viral, and now she's uh, super famous and broke up with him, and Will Levis is the starting quarterback for the Tennessee Titans who fired Mike Vrabel and are about to lose King Henry. Pablo is in Dover, New Jersey on the fan. What's up, Pablo? Hey, Keith, man. Big fan of the show. Um, just dialing in. Wanted to bring up a Giants plant that's cool with you. Yes, sir. Uh, I, I think I'm in the minority, man. I do not want the Giants to trade up at all, man. Historically speaking, you look at these trades, you know, very few pan out. I mean, to my recollection, Josh Allen is probably the last one, and I can't think of the other one. All these teams that trade up, Patrick man. Mahomes. Well, yeah, well, okay, but you can argue Mahomes was, it wasn't that expensive of a trade up, right? Because I think they got him at 10. I'm saying it's expensive to jump into that top three, is, I guess, my point. You look at, you know, what Carolina did last year, what they essentially gave up to number one. Sport. More mistakes have been made doing that, yes. Yes. So I just think it, it's not the greatest gamble. I'm not sold on Daniel Jones. I'm not, I'm not a fan of him, but I'm just saying, I, I think with the first three picks being quarterback, there's going to be a lot of talent at that five and six spot after Harrison comes off the board. You can get, you know, maybe Malik Neighbors or someone like that. So, want the Giants to stay the course. And, I, I mean, I know, look, if there's a quarterback there, you can get him, yes. But if you got to give up a King's ransom, it just might not be worth it. Yeah, great call. And, you know, when you think about trading up for Trey Lance, how'd that work out? Or, you know, even uh, some of the years further back, um, it's just, it, it doesn't always work out. Because this whole thing, it's hard to call, man. It's hard to project these guys. Like, we're all sure that Caleb Williams... Is the next Patrick Mahomes? You can't be sure. We don't know. And, like, as I mentioned, Trey Lance, look at that whole quarterback class. Trevor Lawrence was a surefire thing. Everybody was talking about tank for Trevor. The book is still out on him. I think he's a good quarterback, but, like, I don't think he's as great as everybody was proclaiming. Zach Wilson, what a nightmare Zach Wilson had and the Jets fans had drafting that kid and not even kind of getting what you hoped out of him. Trey Lance... I mean, geez, Trey Lance is with the Dallas Cowboys, and they punted on him to go with Mr. Irrelevant in San Fran. They moved heaven and earth to be able to draft this kid out of North Dakota State. It was an L. It did not work. Mac Jones. Where's Mac Jones going to play? Mac Jones was strutting his stuff. Could not wait to join the Patriots thinking he was the next Tom Brady. No. No. Yeah. So the Cowboys are picking up Trey Lance's $4.25 million summer roster bonus. And I, I put out a tweet earlier at Keith underscore McPherson on Twitter. If you guys are on that cesspool that Elon Musk ruined, I put Zach Wilson might be better than this dude. He might be. We've seen Zach Wilson play. We've seen Zach Wilson throw touchdowns in the NFL. We haven't seen Trey Lance do any of that. 877-337-6666. Let's talk baseball a little bit. Josh is up in the Bronx. Josh, you're on the fan. Yeah, I just want to... Thanks for taking my call again, Keith. I just want to go back to uh, the Billy Epler and uh, Buck Showalter for a minute, if I may. You know, when they won those games and everything, and then you had the World Baseball Classic, and Mr. Diaz got injured in that jumping up and down and celebrating that, that fake baseball class. Yeah, before that, they signed Carlos Correa. Carlos Correa was going to be the new A-Rod over here. I mean, we can go through a bunch of stuff. Yeah, but And now, going into the spring training and everything, you've got him. You've got him back. I mean, like, I think that makes a big difference. And um, he solidified the bullpen, you know, um, I forgot, you know, Stearns. He went out, he got some 
bullpen pieces for you. He solidified the bullpen. The starting pitching will take care of itself and the hitting and everything like that. You all, you guys know the stories and everything. You, Keith, you're going down the spring training. You're going to probably hear and see what happens with the Mets and everything while you're down watching the Yankees at Steinbrenner Field. Thank you for taking my call and have a great weekend, sir. I'll call you next week. Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, I mean, for the Mets fan that is looking at this team like, oh, they're going to be terrible. You have arguably the best closer in baseball back. He didn't sign for $100 million to lose. He didn't sign for $100 million right after the season ended two years ago um, to come back this year and think, oh, we're not going to compete. Like, it doesn't make any sense. You have enough guys in your lineup that if you get a lead, this bullpen is not as bad as it was last year. They can't be as bad as they were last year where if you have a lead and you hold a lead, Edwin Diaz comes into the game, and that's a win. That's a win. So I think that can happen a few times when you're not expecting it because that's baseball, Susan. You can't predict it. And I predict that there is no June swoon. I think, well, there might be a June swoon, but I don't think there's any chance that the Mets lose every series in June. That was remarkable last year. But, like, we got to watch. It's yet to be seen. And, uh, you know, if, you, if you're mad at me or you think that's my fault, I don't have that much power, man. I just pull up here, talk about the games, take your calls. I hope they both win. Hey, Keith, how about a Subway Series World Series? Yeah, sure. I, I saw it. I was in the fifth grade. <laughs> Let's go to Ron in Trumbull, Connecticut. What's up, Ron? Not much, Keith. You're doing a great job, buddy. Um, got a couple things I'll just throw them out there and you can answer them live. Uh, uh, first and foremost, uh, I'm driving home from Poughkeepsie, and uh, the Fairfield Stags had a tough loss tonight. However, I just want to put it out there for the fan: the Stags will come out of the back tournament victorious and go dancing for the okay. first time in like we're coming up time. on that. All right, so that's the first thing. Second thing is, how good is Spencer Jones? Does he have any chance to make the squad? Um, he's really good. Thanks for the call, Ron. You don't want him to make the squad. You want him to develop for another year. Let him continue to uh, take his time and uh, get the whole Aaron Judge process. And when they need him, he'll be called up. And hopefully they don't need him this year. He's 22 years old. I've told you guys this 100 times, and I sound like a broken record, and I don't care because this is, like, for reference, somebody's hearing my voice for the first time. Somebody's never heard me say this. Somebody's never... Listen to my show. When I saw Spencer Jones, the first thing I did when I got to Seattle at the All-Star Game was check in the hotel and then take the train from the hotel or the little uh, light rail or whatever it was to the Futures Game. And I saw Spencer Jones out there, 6'7", uh, with uh, Dave Winfield, and I saw his left-handed swing, taking batting practice, and just out. I'm like, wait, that's who's representing the Yankees? That's the guy? <laughs> like, oh, man, we got a left-handed judge on the way. So I understand them not trading him for Corbin Burns. And I also understand that if Juan Soto does want to just take $50 million, $100 million more to end his career with the Mets, that the Yankees will say, if that's what you want to do, good luck to you, sir. Go ahead. Take that seven-line train all the way over there to Willits Point, whatever it is. Spencer Jones, come on down. And then you'll watch an outfield of Spencer Jones, Jason Dominguez, and uh, Aaron Judge in the Bronx. And that ain't going to be too bad, right? That's going to be pretty solid. That's going to be uh, better than solid. 
877-337-6666. But you don't you don't want to see Spencer Jones this year. You have Alex Verdugo in left field. You have Judge starting in center, but you also have Trent Grisham that can play center. And Jason Dominguez, I think Jason Dominguez, we can pencil him in uh, for, for June-ish. And then, oh, yeah, I forgot about Juan Soto. Juan Soto is a Yankee. Mateo and Mawa, hello. You're on the fan. Keith, thank you very much for taking my call. Listen, I'm pumped up for this Yankee season. Real quick, just wanted to get your prediction on what the lineup's going to be. I guess we'll go against righties here. I think Verdugo is a great leadoff hitter. We go Verdugo, we go Judge, we go Soto third. Soto has said that he likes hitting in the three hole, so I think we we do that. We appease him and let him hit third. And then we go Stanton four, Rizzo five, Glaber six, DJ seven. I guess whoever's playing catcher eight, Wells, I guess would be. And then nine, Volpe. I want to hear your thoughts. Thank you so much. Huge fan, man. Thanks for the call, Mateo. Earlier, I went over what Bleacher Report put out on BR Walkoff. Shout out to the BR gang. I do some live stream work and content creation for Bleacher Report. And uh, I'll be on there all next week talking football and baseball. And they put out a lineup that actually made me raise my eyebrows and say, oh, if we can put John Carlos, uh, John Carlos Stanton in the seventh spot, that's a sneaky uh, former MVP guy that's hit almost 60 home runs with something to prove low in the lineup that is uh, going to be tough for guys to face. So your lineup, I, I, don't, I don't know if they're going to bat Verdugo leadoff. He did it in Boston. I'm sure if DJ LeMayu can't do it, they could move him there. Um, but, you know, you put Verdugo leadoff, so then you could put Judge second and then Soto third, going lefty, righty, lefty. Here's what Bleacher Report put out there. And if you were listening to my show, like maybe two, three hours ago when I went through it, like I just, I think this is great. They have DJ LeMayu leading off, playing third base. Juan Soto hitting second, playing right field. Aaron Judge hitting third, playing center field. Anthony Rizzo batting fourth, playing first base. Glaber Torres batting fifth, playing second base. Alex Verdugo batting sixth in left field. John Carlos Stanton, your DH in the seventh spot. Anthony Volpe, your shortstop batting eighth, and then Jose Trevino, not Austin Wells, in the nine spot. And I think that's a pretty good lineup. If you ask me, I was doing the numbers before because um, I forget what hour or what time it was. I had a call where a Yankee fan said that the Yankees need to go out there and get a power-hitting catcher. That's what they're lacking. And I'm like, why do you need a power-hitting catcher? There's not that many in baseball, one. You had Gary Sanchez for a little while. He fell off a cliff. How'd that work out? Uh, like, he's trying to make the Milwaukee Brewers now. And Jose Trevino, I think, as a platinum glove catcher, a guy that I, I've met that I've, you know, I got to hit Trevi up. He's a good dude. He is a guy that's one of us. Grew up a Yankees fan in Texas. They talk about his attention to detail. You know, Cole certainly missed him last year, but still won the Cy Young with Ben Rortvet. Him behind the plate, I mean, he is great behind the plate. Um He's going to bring his bat. He was an all-star in 2022, and he had some clutch moments. He hit some home runs, some gappers. Uh, I'm fine with him. And then Austin Wells could be your power-hitting catcher and a left-handed catcher who's going to spell Trevino. And who knows? If he has a great season, he might end up being in there more than Trevino. I just read an article about Garrett Cole giving him high marks and high praise behind the plate. So we don't know exactly how they're going to start the season with the lineup until opening day, but I always say the Yankees lead the league in different lineup combinations. 
And when I got the opportunity to interview Aaron Boone about a month ago at Baseline Social in Fort Monmouth, I asked him about it. I'm like, bro, all the different lineup combinations, like can we get some consistency? Can we just have guys in the same positions and in the same spots? It's going to help. And he's like, well, we couldn't do that in the past because of two reasons. Injuries where different guys are in and out of the lineup, even like backup guys are in and out of the lineup. And then also balance. They lack the left-handed, right-handed balance that they need. Now they have it. So if everybody stays healthy, like you're going to see left, right, left, right, all through the lineup. And, uh, man, I'm excited because they have more than enough guys. And when I did estimates on how many home runs they're going to hit, and I just, you know, took a guess and averaged where guys were, I came up with 215 home runs for the Yankees this year. Let's rock. Let's roll. We're almost there. Eddie in Rockland County is on the fan next. What you got for us, Ed? Hey, McPherson, what's happening, man? You know, another uh, five-hour KM to AM, but I haven't been on in a Friday in a while, and it feels good to be back on. Yeah, on uh, on the uh, quarterback draft on the on the on the college QBs. How many do you think will be going in the first round, and how many do you think is day uh, starter from day one? I just want to mm. pick your brain because I know you ball out. Yeah, so they're saying, man, maybe five, even six. And uh, I think I heard Andrew Perloff on an Odyssey, you know, update, an Odyssey one-minute update that we play here, talking about how it's a guarantee that the top three go, and they might go in the top three picks with Caleb Williams, Jaden Daniels, Drake May. But then J.J. McCarthy has an opportunity, and for you guys that watch the NFL Combine, you should be watching the NFL Combine tomorrow. Um, J.J. McCarthy has a chance to rise in people's eyes. Michael Penix Jr. as well. Bo Nix is another one. There's six right there. And then you might actually get to seven because people are talking about Spencer Rattler. Spencer Rattler and Caleb Williams were both at Oklahoma. Caleb Williams ended up beating him out. He transferred to South Carolina. But like Caleb Williams was a highly touted prospect. So was Spencer Rattler. And he kind of took his lumps. But man, it, like in a league where there's so many teams that are going to need quarterbacks, right? Like when you go deeper into the draft, the Vikings need a quarterback. The Broncos, when they release Russell Wilson, they're going to need a quarterback. Antonio Pierce and the Raiders, they're going to need a quarterback. How many of these guys start day one? I, I, I don't know. I'm going to give them a good shot because we're in a world where like C.J. Stroud steps in and he wasn't even the number one overall pick. The number one overall pick uh, and Bryce Young played from from day one, and I think they did him a disservice. They should have went with Andy Dalton. <clears throat> C.J. Stroud was able to go in there and beat out Davis Mills, who played, beat out Case Keenum, um, and, and be the starter from day one, go win a playoff game. So these quarterbacks are more ready than ever because of their training, because of their minds. These guys have quarterback coaches in high school. They start preparing these guys with the X's and O's like so quickly. Thanks for the call, Eddie. I just was watching Micah Parsons on his show, The Edge, with C.J. Stroud. And they're talking about dime coverage. And, <laughs> well, they're talking about... Micah Parsons is talking about his, like, all-defense team in the NFL right now. And he's going through who he would have as his DBs. And then he starts to go to his linebackers. And he names two linebackers. And C.J. Stroud was like, are you in dime? And he's like, oh, that's right. He's like, you can't have two middle linebackers in dime. He's like, oh, okay, you need another safety. And he's like, oh, so I'll put Kyle Hamilton in there. It's just like C.J. Stroud's football mind, and I know that's just one little example, but as a rookie, C.J. Stroud's football mind is up there. I remember him telling Dalton Schultz 
how to run a route and bend it around the safety to be in the end zone and the ball would be there when you turned around. Like, this kid gets it. He knows. And these kids now entering the NFL know more than some of the quarterbacks years past that just couldn't figure it out. 877-337. A six is six and two more sixes. Man, I only got 30 minutes. Let's break it down and we'll be right back. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. What up, gangsta? We don't play that. We don't play that. We don't play that. We don't play that. Keith McPherson on a fan. Man, maybe I'll start picking my Fridays back up. Let's see how <laughs> how fast I can get out of the city with the traffic tonight. What time I actually get home, go to sleep, and uh, I don't know. Maybe my wife will cut me a break and take care of my son at 6, 7 in the morning. And I'm just not trying to go to Target. I have to go to BJ's, ShopRite, Target. And I, I can't, I got to go when they first open. I got to be in there like 7, 8 a.m., yo. I can't because I just, I can't. I can't deal with the traffic and the parking and the lines and the people that don't care about people. They'll literally run you over. They'll run a cart over your foot. They'll reach over you as you're looking for, like, I can't do it, man. I don't have the patience. <laughs> Keep it fishing on the fan. Let's see how many calls I can get through before we're done. Shout out to all the people that never call and just listen for five minutes or five hours. I appreciate you. Ross in Bergen County. Ross, you're on the fan. Hey, what's up, Keith? Happy Feel Good Friday, man. Yeah, good to be back. Good to be back. So, uh, listen, man, you been keeping tabs on the Devil game right now? Yeah, I'm watching the Devils right now. They just went down 3-1. I actually was on TikTok showing some people the the behind-the-scenes, and I was saying that I was going to, you know, come to you you're a hockey guy, and I was going to cue you up by talking about the Devils, but I don't want to talk about this scene right now in Anaheim. Oh, I'm going to say Okay, as I say that, to... Tyler Toffoli or Jack score? Hughes, who just – oh, Jack Hughes just scored. 3-2, we're Ooh, all right. Christ. Look at that. <laughs> anyway, I might have to get off the phone. I might be the whammy. They tie it up real quick. But, uh, <laughs> anyway, man. No, I saw they had the, the post. I saw you guys took over the arena out there. Doc's got no fan base at all. I saw you see a red out in the seats. I wonder if they got the Fire Lindy chance going out there, too. 
I don't know if you saw our guy Frank <laughs> the Tank had to get uh, escorted out of the building because he went after a whole, of whole section up there. You can't make it up, man. Yeah, <laughs> I just you know, Frank wants to win, and he's got his following, and he's got attention. But the Devils, they they know exactly where he sits. There's security by him. They're filming him. Like it's it's all more staged than it seems. They could, I don't know if they could see him from down there. He's behind the banners. He could touch the damn ceiling all the way up there. Yeah, not for nothing. Like, he has to sit there. Like, similar yeah, in City Field. He's got a certain, you know, Frank, uh, not, I'm yeah, not making fun of him at all. Like but like Ansett City. Well, you know, it reminds me of the GIF on, no, Frank's the man. But Frank, it, but um, it reminds me of the GIF on Twitter of Sting. If you know wrestling, did you ever see the thing with Sting up on the ceiling? Jumping down, it <laughs> looks like that. It's potential. Yeah, but Frank's got a strong man. prescription. He can see everything through those glasses. Well, man, that and the uh, oh my, well, he's got the whole collection because day after day, I mean, you, you know, lens crafters making a fortune off him. But uh, <laughs> he breaks his oh, glasses after every Mets, Devils, Dolphins he did game. Like a, he did like a crib tour. He showed his whole collection of, of broken lenses and everything. I'm sure he has oh, insurance. He's got them being mailed to him every week. week. Oh my God, man! You can't. I saw him with Saquon too. He's, you know, and Scott Van Pelt. You want to talk about, you know, unexpected uh, collabs this year? Talk about, uh, you know, Scott Van Pelt. Nah, all power to Frank, man. I, you, you know, I've had Frank on this show like three times. <laughs> I met Frank before I got on the fan. He's a Jersey guy. All power to him. I hope he has world domination and and he's world famous. He is a a rare uh, type of fan and personality in sports. You've had him on a couple times too, right? I know uh, Carl yeah. Roberts had him on when him and Doug got I, locked up. I I have had well. him on the fan at least three times. I had him on my Nets podcast years ago. I actually met yeah, yeah, Frank yeah. at City Field during yeah, uh, Mets Yankees game like three or four years ago. Uh, I caught him at Delta. Yeah, but apparently he's there all the time. I don't want to name drop. I don't know if that's, but uh, it sounds like a lot of people say they meet him there. They see him at Delta, and yeah. I, I came across him. He's, he's a great guy. I know people, and I even saw, I don't know if you know Spin Chicklets at the bar store. They had like a whole uh, little clip talking about, you know, if you're a guy, you share a fan base with Frank, you got to hate the guy. Listen, man, you know, we, we share them. That's, he's not wrong about half the stuff he says. I know a, lot, a couple times ago I called up, called up, talked about the McGill set line. He basically got down to a T. And I, you know, Devil fans basically can't stand them. You know, him and Lindy Ruff for one eight one B on Devil Twitter, who they hate more. But listen, man, I, he's not wrong half the time. I know he he, he takes it to another level, but half the times he's not wrong. And uh, listen, he's been talking about the fire, Lindy. He's been kind of on that hashtag. Too. Frank was right. Know. Like as right. much as and he knows, brunette. sometimes he really be knowing. He he would say he was talking about Andrew Burnett giving him his flowers before the, the season even started this year. You know he hasn't been all out with Nashville this year. They're kind of middle of the pack, but you look at what a difference you know last year was compared to this year. And one of the uh, you know one of the, the changing aspects is he had a guy in Andrew Burnett who took Florida to a Presidents Trophy two years before, and made a stop with Jersey. They look like the second coming, and now you know back to the same old train wreck. I mean, listen, they could sneak in, make a run, who knows? But Obviously, on the surface right now, nowhere near what you expected. You're looking at this deadline. Starting the season, if you if you were to tell me your big splash at the moment at approaching the deadline was a, a third-line goon, essentially, to defend yourselves from this kid, Matt Rempe, the Rempire State Building, <laughs> I would have thought you were nuts. No, but you, you've heard me reference that Rangers game from last Thursday that I didn't go to because I don't ever sleep, and I yeah. went home and took a nap. Like, they were bullied and bloodied. 
and couldn't do anything no. about it against the Rangers. Like Truba was literally laughing. Like they just the the Rangers came into the Rock and pushed them around. You know, getting a goon They're is directing. necessary. I mean, I, I I stopped in. I saw Brad Pack had the space going. I stopped in every once in a while to hear the buzz and and someone was talking about it. And I was laughing at that for a second, but they kind of had a point. They were saying, you know, you look at last year, they were a team, you know, locker room. They after a win, they'd be you know playing music and stuff like that. They were just flat out having a good time. Now they they they, they win it's a different game, now. They get two points, and they still that still looks like you know somebody died on the ice. That's Disconnect they, you know, now. Maybe maybe nothing. it's maybe it's Lindy Ruff. What I say is, don't believe the hype. Thanks for the call, Ross. Uh, the Devils are a first-class organization. But coming into this season, the Devils team was ranked like top two, three team in the NHL. And I always say about all of our teams here, don't believe the hype. It's going to get you hurt. <laughs> That's why I say these Mets fans, David Stearns is smarter than you think. He completely lowered expectations. How can you fail? You're not expected to do anything. How can you lose? When, when you go on your first win streak... It's going to be like, wow, this is fantastic. When you win a couple series, when you beat the Phillies in a series, like it's going to be great. The Yankees, as soon as they lose a couple games, the fan is going to be uh, is going to be out of control. I'm going to get calls with people like, just because I'm hopeful and optimistic on the season, when the Yankees go through their first bad stretch, I'm going to get calls. They're going to say, see, Keith, I told you so. Told you so. Let's go to Matt in New Jersey. What's up, Matt? You got it. How you doing? Um, you know, I, I've been looking. You know, I, I've, I've been following the Yankees for for a while now, and and I look at what they do with their roster every year. And the one thing that drives me absolutely crazy is I think Cashman just doesn't have any foresight or master planning. Devils for, just gave for what up. He's doing. Sorry, Devils just gave up another goal. Uh, so, and, and what this what what I'm looking at is is two instances in particular in 2009. Um, you know, the Yankees had Johnny Damon playing left field. And I don't know if you, you know, it kind of gets, it's washed over because they won the World Series that year. But Damon couldn't throw anymore. He was, he was really a liability in the field. And he just, you know, he was, he was good for, you know, some power, but he wasn't the average hitter that he was. And, the, you know, left field was really a hole that year. And Did, didn't A Rod uh, just call in on A Rod Day and give Johnny Damon credit? Did, or did, was I hearing that from somewhere else? A Rod was like, we became a World Series team with Johnny Damon. I don't know, but go on. Well, Johnny Damon, he had that heads up play in the World Series where he like was on first and then there was no one covering second or third. So he went first to third and that really sparked him in that World Series. But, and, but what I'm getting at is there was a major left fielder, left field power hitter, Matt Holliday was available. And I remember Brian Cashman saying the words, we have the wins on the field. And the other left they went into that season thinking Hideki Matsui was going to play left field. And he was a shot. He couldn't run. Damon was a shell of himself. And then it left a, like a 10-year void. Where they, I mean, even up until last season, they didn't have a left fielder. Yeah. And then years they, later, yeah. Well, seven, well, they had Gardner, who should have been in center, because if you had him in center and you had Holiday, you wouldn't have needed to go out and get J- Jacoby Ellsbury. In twenty, basically, it's a domino effect because you didn't get the best player available. It set them back at that position for well over a decade, and now you're in a position where they did the same thing at third base. And you have Matt Chapman just sitting there. 
and there's no one coming up in the system who can play third base. You have plenty of outfielders. There's no one coming who's going to give you what Matt Chapman can give you for the next five years. But they'll wait till he gets a five-year deal and then sign him on a two-year deal hoping he can be Josh Donaldson in DH and play third base when he's 37 years old. And you can get him right now, 30 to 35, when he's probably not going to get injured for the first four years of that deal, and they're not doing it. When DJ LeMay, who's been a shell of himself, and he's done after this season anyway. No, he's. Uh, thanks for the call, Matt. Matt from New Jersey is a big Matt Holiday and Matt Chapman guy. You know, these Matt stick together. I just, I don't know. There's so much there that I just can't. Like, they won the World Series in 2009. Um, there's no way that we're talking about 15 years later that that move set the Yankees back and left field for all that time. We like we watched the Yankees, bro. The Yankees have put a hundred different guys out there. Matt Chapman. Why? Why has nobody else signed Matt Chapman? Why, why are the Blue Jays going with IKF over Matt Chapman? The Mets could use a third baseman. DJ LeMayu signed a six-year, $90 million deal. That's not the problem. I feel like we have gotten to the point now, March 1st, where Yankee fans are trying to find a problem with this team. So much so, we're going back to 2009, and like it's just, I don't, I'm not doing it. Like I won't be your Huckleberry. I don't think anybody on the fan will. Maybe Pete Hoffman will coming up next. Stay tuned for Pete Hoffman's show. I got to take a break. Keith McPherson on the fan. We'll be back right after this. And it seems we've come to the end. Another five-hour KM to AM on the fan. Thank you for being a part of it. If you called, if you listened, if you watched on TikTok, if you tweeted at me, man, big shout-out to the three guests I had. Ryan Dunleavy, Stephen Nelson, and Christian Winfield. I hadn't done one of these Friday shows in like a month. I even kicked a little freestyle Friday at one point. I didn't get enough raps off. But you know, it's it's not a rap show. It's a sports talk show. And we certainly talked a lot of sports. So I thank you again. Let me take my last two calls and I'm out of here. Bill is in Manahawkin. Hey, Bill, right back at it on the fan. Hey, what's going on? Dude, I enjoy your show so much, man. I had to call back in. So nice. He called in twice. Yeah. You know what? My my son gets a kick out of it when, when I call you guys. But you know what? I'll be real quick. You know, I, I'm actually sitting with my buddy today. We were having lunch, and we were talking about the draft and whether the Giants should try to jump up, trade that number two pick that I got. Uh, what the hell was his name? Williams? that we traded to the Seahawks and try to scoop up uh, uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. I think so, you try to finesse. You try to do anything you can. You try to move up. But, it, like, I think in this draft, man, those top spots, they're locked. Like, this might be a, a draft where we don't see a lot of movement and, and the mock drafts are spot on because the players are available that these teams need. Yeah, you, you, and you know what? I'd be fine with either a tackle or the, a defensive tackle, but it looks like they're like no, they're, 7 to 15. I, I talked to Ryan Dunleavy earlier who covers the Giants, and he's at the Combine. He's like, if they can get a quarterback, they're going to try everything to get a quarterback. But if they can't get a quarterback, they're going to take the best receiver available, whatever the best receiver outside of Mar- Marvin Harrison is to them, whether it's Roma Dunze or Malik Neighbors, they're going to take that guy, and then they may take a young quarterback in the second round, hoping that somebody falls because they'll have a high pick in the second round. Right. 
All right. Hey, listen, I enjoy it, man. Hey, go home and get some sleep. Take care of that baby. Yes, sir. Thanks for the call. Last call of the night goes to Evan down in Florida on the fan in New York. Hey, my man. I got a kind of a – you've forgotten more about football than I ever know. You played at a high level. But talking about the draft, and I'm not arguing with any of these. If the kid from USC falls to us. Cam Newton was a little quirky. A McMahon for the Bears in the 80s was quirky. I don't care as long as you ball. You know what I'm saying? You're saying That's falls okay. to Take us? Every... You're a Giants fan? You're saying if Caleb Williams falls to six? Yeah, I'm a Giants fan. 100% Giants fan. No, it's impossible. Um, it's not going to happen. I know, but they're talking about because of the way he's answered some questions. No. Day. I'm just saying <laughs> could, all these situations. He could get up there and be like, you all suck. Like, well, it's, I it's, Cam, it's, it's a Caleb Williams is not a Cam Newton situation. It's not a anybody. Like, this guy has been projected to be the number one overall pick. I agree 100%. I'm yeah. Just the stuff, Bears are I'm not. The Bears are out there. Yeah, no. Thanks for the call, Evan, and appreciate the compliments and acknowledging that uh, I do know a little bit about football. Maybe not. I'm Maybe not have have forgotten more, but I know a decent amount, man. And yeah, there's, there's no way. There's no way Caleb Williams is falling to number six. There's there's no way Jaden Daniels and 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 Drake May. I don't want to say no way with those guys because you know there is a lot of talk about who likes Jaden Daniels versus Drake May. Maybe one of those guys fall, but that's all. Pete Hoffman has been filling in on Fridays for me this last month or so. Pete Hoffman is coming up next, so stay tuned for his show and. Call him up and rock with him. I see there's the guy right there. Pete has got you for the next five hours. I got to go home and try to sleep and be a good dad and husband. That's a week. I'll be back Monday. WFAN listeners, I appreciate you. I'm out of here. Bye. Sports Radio 1019 we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.